Pick one. Hello, are we live? Gravy time? Simmering gravy? Gravy is being simmered. The gravy is simmering. The gravy is simmering. The gravy is being tasted. The gravy is being poured on dry biscuits. Good morning, everybody. This is episode 932, Trunk Confirmed Bear. Bertaria Times grows, and what creates the troll? I hope we have a lot of good stuff to talk about today. Also, there's this new theory out called uh, Crater Earth, which is pretty interesting. It always just seems like there's new interesting theories all the time. Like, did you hear about Hollow Earth? It's, in, it's a weird place to be when, it's a fun place to be, when you simply know that the NASA model is wrong. That's why I don't call myself a flat earther, because I don't know. I know what I know. I know what I know isn't. And so Tom Barnett had a really good point uh, in one of his streams. He really likes the song Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star because he likes not knowing what it is. He just he enjoys looking at the twinkling stars and wondering what they are. And that's it. Like I, he doesn't even want to know what it is. And so um, some people don't like that. Some people don't don't. It, it makes them really uncomfortable and agitated and anxious if one lie has been shown and they don't have something to replace it with really quickly. It's almost like those girls that can't be single. You know, I get it. Uh, there's certain girls that if they go through a breakup, they just date. They did anything. They did a raccoon um, with, with kind eyes. It's like that with uh, theories and, and, and worldviews. Like if one gets shot down, you quickly go to another one. Yeah, I'm a non-globe earth spinning guy. <laughs> I'm okay with not knowing because the answer is God. Exactly, totally, exactly, Kale Bear. I think that that's uh, a real positive of spirituality and believing and belief is um, that's always there. The creator is always there, so you don't have to be like, well, if it's not that, what is it? It's like, you can't know. But in that, you get to really think. All right, so anyway... Trunk confirmed bear, Bertaria Times grows, and what creates the troll? Let's get, in, let's get into this. Oh, and that uh, the offer I made on Ursa Rio was accepted. It's not locked in yet, though. I still have to go visit it. I trust my Gravy Seal scouting missions, but Amy has a few uh, questions about some of the features of it. And for those of you that don't know, it's going to be a private campsite just for bears who have donated and a place where we can have uh, events and get-togethers and stuff. But, um, and for everybody that donated, you'll just, you'll just always be able to go. The, I was thinking about that because my original thing was $400 from 5,000 people could get me $2 million, which could have bought me a $1.5 million um, camp with like buildings and stuff where we could really crush. And we missed that mark by a, a good amount, but we still raised a, a lot, enough to crush. And it's always coming in. And so I was looking at the numbers, and I don't think it would ever be a problem, you know, just to say if you and your family want to go camp and you donated, go for it. Because there's enough land, and there's not a crazy amount of people. 5,000 people didn't donate, so it's not like it's some form of, you know, it's not like packed. And a lot of people donate from other countries and stuff and probably will never even go. So the goal of that is to have a privately owned campsite where we can have events we don't have to follow nonsense uh mandates uh the quality of people there is very high uh high trust beautiful stuff and it's just a good template for you guys to do it with any business you want to do in your life um hunting yeah yeah hunting fishing 
just really remarkable place. And uh, don't have the money yet for infrastructure. We have a little bit for, uh, you know, like some, like a maybe a few small cabins, but we want to get an event area where people can have weddings and stuff. But um, so far, it's been, it's been a great uh, mission. Every man needs a mission, guys. I highly recommend, especially in these times, you get yourself a mission. And, uh, and you just pursue it because it's fun. The ups and the downs, it's just better than being defined by what you hate. And Beritaria Times hasn't went live yet, but this is what it's looking like. As you can see here, Beritaria Times. Van Allen Bear named acting head writer for the Beritaria Times. He's very elusive, by the way, though. He agreed, and then he doesn't always write back, but that's part of his charm. And then you can see on the right there, all these, uh, all these various contributors and editors are coming in. And it's going to be very innocent. You know, I've been talking with some of the Bears about what it is. I want it to be like a newspaper from the 50s in a small town in Minnesota where it's about uh, recipes and adventures and businesses and really good stories and advice columns and funny stuff. Like even my satire is going to be innocent. It's going to be like talking about, you know, how one when you have three kids, there's like a cry waterfall and they all wake each other up and and and, and how it's like this demonic course. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna, I, I'm going to completely. It's not about avoiding the slop and the filth in mainstream media, but it's about building something completely different. You know, it's not an avoidance. It's not like gritting your teeth and pretending uh, everything's okay when it's not. It's not like one of those things where you hunt through mainstream media to get good stories. Oh, we just need positivity. No, it's about our world. You know, it's going to be a small town newspaper, clean, innocent, uh, interesting, uh, helpful, and not connected to the madness. And so there's going to be a donate section on there as well. And 100% will go into building it. I'll take zero. Zero. You have, you have my word. That's what, well, again, in 10 years, if I'm a, some, sort of, some form of Bertaria Times mogul, maybe that'll change. But as of now for the foreseeable future, 100% of donations will go into building this. And so whether we get very little or a lot, we can make it work no matter what we get. <laughs> uh, but this is just a fun thing. And I wanted to talk about how I do have compassion for the trolls and how a troll is born sometimes. The Millie Weaver situation is very eye-opening. Granted, I saw it coming a mile away and I did warn all of you guys that it was a grift, that the deep state did not arrest her that it was about a conflict between her and her mother. I told everybody that within one day of it happening. And now that it's coming out that that is the case, this is how sometimes a troll is born, and I do have compassion for this type of person. Um, let's say somebody believed Millie Weaver and gave her $1,000 because out of their kindness, they, um, they wanted to help. And then they, they saw it was a grift, and then they feel really stupid, and then they make it a passion of their lives to make sure that doesn't happen to other people. I understand that. I've done that in microcosms in my life where it's like you see a wrong and then you go out and you try to right that wrong. But here's the problem. A lot of times those same people will go find authentic movements, authentic fundraising campaigns, like authentic people, authentic communities, and they'll try and destroy it because in their mind, everyone is Millie Weaver. And I get it. I just highly recommend you don't do that because it only makes your life full of 
vengeful anger and nonsense. If you donated to Millie Weaver because you thought you were helping her, you're not stupid. And that didn't, you will still benefit from your kindness and your intention. She will suffer for it. She's humiliated, not you. So I understand that. I understand that there's groups of people because some of them are so dedicated and so um, ambitious at taking down everybody in this situation and figuring out their lie and their grift that part of me, I'm like, man, if they weren't such jealous little psychos, I'd, I'd hire them as researchers. Some of these people are very impressive. They'll dig and dig and dig and research and research in order to prove that you're a liar. And the good news is if you're not a liar, if you're not grifting, all it does is end up looking ridiculous and petty and stupid. And it makes your own people like you more. That's why just don't lie. Don't lie to people. Over, overproduce, overdeliver. I think we can all see now that unauthorized.tv was an overdeliver. My goal, and I, I'm very confident that Bertaria campsite, Ursa Rio will be an overdeliver. Um, and that way people don't feel, because the trust and community is so much more important than money. And I'm only talking about this because I think that this will help people understand trolls a little better. Some trolls, some trolls are just jealous freaks. Some trolls are paid, some are bots, some feel slighted. There's all different motivations, but the ones that I sympathize with are the ones who have been taken advantage of and never want it to happen again. Uh, that happened to me with Jews. <laughs> like at, coming out of Hollywood and seeing the destruction of a group of Jews in my life and seeing some of these things about Jews. I, I over blamed Jews for a bit in my life. And I, I was like, I'm going to make sure everyone knows about the Jews. And then over time, you realize that there's a lot of Jews that are not trying to, uh, to scam you. And they're just trying to get by. And their paranoia can trigger you to be, uh, to be a little suspicious. But it's, you know, I was, I've been there. I've totally been there where I thought I was doing the, uh, the world a big service. <laughs> Zionist is a much better description, yes. But even it's just victim consciousness, uh, confidence scams. And Millie Weaver, not a Jew, just did a giant confidence scam. It's not even accurate to say it's the Jews doing all this because it blinds you when it's a non-Jew. You understand? That's why I get it. And, and my heart is softened. And, um, and that doesn't mean weakened at all. My resolve is very high. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I know what needs to be done. I know how to build the walls, build the gardens, uh, secure the gates, build the communities where nothing like that can ever happen in. Uh, that's the way to beat these people because they, there's predators out there, kids. There, and, and the way you can always tell a predator, let me show you this. Uh, somebody posted this. Press escape to go back. You see this, this beautiful family, this homogenous, not homogenous, this, uh, this homogenous the right word? Because homogenized is a bad, I don't like that. It's when you kill all the good bacteria and milk. Um, cohesive community, you know? And that's not white supremacy. It's just saying a lot of these people clearly have similar histories and backgrounds. And you have a protective father, a devoted mother, uh, grateful uh, children, well-dressed, you know, and then you see what we are experiencing today and how many people would just want to go back to that. The good news is you don't have to go back. It's still here. You just have to do it. And so the best way to figure out evil, and me and Vox Day really agree on this. We've had some awesome conversations about this. Is it what's ever trying to get to the kids? Feminism. 
trying to get women out of the home, try to make them feel empowered by leaving their own children to work. You know, pornography, um, media, entertainment, trying to get the men to hate themselves and to cuck, to become perverts. You know, uh, broken school systems, uh, trying to get the kids alone, trying to get the parents divorced, trying to get all forces to get the family to break so that the kids are left alone is the work of Satan. It's always about the kids. It's always about, that's why I'm against these wars. That's why I don't really fit um, a political paradigm in America. I lean towards the right when it comes to traditional values and all that stuff, but I am not for these wars because a lot of these wars are to, cre to create vulnerable children. You know, just devastate and economic collapse, same thing. You just want kids vulnerable. You want economically desperate parents. And by the way, but economics doesn't have to do with your family dynamic. You know, I was, a lot of economically desperate parents work themselves ragged. And so they're, they're too tired to think. They're too tired. They're too exhausted. They're too spun to uh, know where their kids are all the time or to uh, think about what a mask really is and what it embodies and all that. But don't think money saves you. Some of the most abandoned kids I've ever seen in my life are children of the rich. The most exploited kids, and this is going to sound weird, but if you know, you know. The most exploited kids are the kids of the very poor and the very rich. Because their money detaches them. A lot of the extremely wealthy, they always send their kids off to boarding school. Anywhere there's nobody that loves them. And so money doesn't save you. Just put your family first. You know, the Bears early on, three, four years ago when we were first forming, when I left Los Angeles, it was family first was a big theme. Family first. And what comes will come. You know, a, a strong nuclear family out of an RV is much, much stronger and more repellent to evil than a multi-billionaire family where the kids are raised by tutors in other countries. And they're... Father is so sinful and such a liar in his business that his mother doesn't respect, his wife doesn't respect him and is constantly cheating on him with pool boys to dis disgrace him. You know, there's no getting away with that stuff. If your wife doesn't respect you, you know, if your friends don't respect you, if your uh, wealth is from lies, it'll fall apart. It always falls apart. And so uh, I do have compassion for the trolls that have fallen for... Uh, scams. I fallen for scams too, guys. I was willing to fly to England to play the Tommy Robinson song with Tommy facing jail time because I believed in what he was doing. Here, want to hear a funny story about Tommy Robinson to understand how everybody's capable of being taken in by the grift. I was, he was like, we'll pay for your plane. I was like, I'll pay. I want to, uh, I want to contribute to what you're doing. And there's this almost giggle. There's this weird, like silence where he's like, no, we can do it. And I'm like, no, but I want to contribute. You're, you're fighting the beast. Little did I know, completely funded by Zionists, completely funded. And he was basically given a nod and a wink, like, we're good. And I'm like, no, no, I want to help. And it's like, this, what? <laughs> so, dude, I was publicly saying how great this guy is. I, we wrote a song, uh, a version of Hallelujah called How They Rule Ya, and put our heart and souls into it. And that turns out he's a total scammer. And I, I know that feeling where you're like, never again, Jews. And then you realize that it's just evil. It's not one demographic. And, it's, and, it's, and you can protect yourself. The song is still awesome. 
It's still beautiful. I'll play it again for you on a piano stream. Uh, everything except for Tommy's role in it, it, it still holds up. It's a great song. You know, it's about mass migration. The problem with the mass migration, the problem with the media not reporting on actual problems. Like, great song. Him, chill. Tommy fooled me too. Totally. But see, that's the thing is the mistake a lot of trolls make is at that point they go, never again. And I get that resolve. But when you hunt down and use vigilante troll justice to prove everyone in the world's a liar now because you experienced one is not helpful to you or anyone else. I don't run grifts. I don't scam. I follow through. It's very provable. And so all these people that dedicate their lives to to doing this, some of them I do understand why. They want to show other people, don't trust someone who's going to steal your money. I get it. Just, you're wasting your life, man. I, I... I want to hire you as a researcher for Bertaria Times because some of these people, man, their ability to research is unbelievable. All right. So, again, the way out of all that is don't lie and don't grift because it will always bite you. Always. Your best teacher is your last mistake. Always. Yeah. And for the people that have no interest in camping or uh, this idea if they don't have extra money and they're really into this dream, don't donate. It's so not a manipulation. It's so not, um, it's not even, it's just a great dream. It's just a great thing that we can do in a time of, uh, in a time of total collapse of society. You know, there's a lot of people that have no idea what the future is. One, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow they're like, wearing a purple hat cures COVID. And if you don't wear a purple hat, you hate your grandmother and you should go to prison. And then there's people saying, wear the purple hat. And then the next day it's like, uh, purple hat causes AIDS. I swear, dude, it's that nuts. Why do you think we're building? <laughs> How do you donate? Uh, TheGreatBearTrail.com. And also, once we launch, uh, once we launch Bertaria Times, you can see here, you can donate there for Bertaria Times, and 100% will go to staffing or technicals or all of it. I will take zero. And if you prove me wrong, you will identify me as a grifter. I will not take any money from Bertari Times. I'm very passionate about having an alternative narrative to constant fear and hell. And just pretending that everything is great isn't working. Or just trying to contradict the mainstream media is not working. You have to build your own community and report on your own people doing your own stuff. Proud subscriber to unauthorized.tv. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Iron Shirt Bear. And you're one of the bears that held tough at Patreon. Thank you all so much. And we've all grown and, and strengthened from all of this. And, um, and we at Unauthorized.tv always are trying to make it so we over-deliver. Yeah, we don't have live stream there. We don't need it. We have it at DLive. This has a larger audience. The company is great. It works great. The tech is great. We can use that money for other things like securing server space. And, other, and some people thought that that was a scam. They're like, you said you're going to do live streaming there. If we had to, we would. We don't have to. DLive, I like partnering with DLive. DLive has never given me any problems. They're an honest company. They have a great service. People can watch the live stream here for free. We have a, a minimal subscription here just to keep out the trolls, just the troll farms. And it works great. Why would we want to build something? And it also... Young Zoomers and whatever on this site that see this on the front page, because I'm their number one um, earner now, 
will come in and listen to this and realize the world isn't as bad as they thought it was. There's a, that, that's why I'm on Instagram as well, to, to get more people to see what we're doing. If it's at unauthorized.tv, I get it. That's always an option. It's always there if we need it. But it's, it's, it's very isolated. You know, I like young people stumbling in here and being like, wait, what? Wait, we can just do that? It's great. And I've really enjoyed the people at DLive because a lot of them just really like video games or really like watching people play music. It, you know, there's a logos here that isn't at YouTube. A lot of YouTube is just slanderous garbage and media and all that. DLive seems like it's populated by uh, people that like games, you know? So that's the explanation of that. And I know that that was a narrative for months and months and months. Oh, unauthorized is, it promised uh, live streaming. That's called living. You adapt and you overcome. You see, okay, what would it cost us to live stream 4K um, to mobile devices and all this? And do we have a partner that is stable that we can just do it on? Okay, well, then we're not going to do that now. We're going to use those resources to get our own private servers and our own software and stabilize ourselves more and more content. And there it is. Original special, original documentaries, etc. So hopefully the trolls that are that have experienced that, that still have the ability of not being crazy, uh, hopefully that helps. If not, all good. Keep on digging away. Keep on proving that I'm a gay Jew working for the CIA. Um, all that does, <laughs> all that does, like if I saw a guy with a big family and a big garden with a lot of good ideas that made me laugh and played piano and had an awesome wife. And I found out he was in the CIA. You know what I do, right? I think the CIA was sweet. <laughs> That's how I was with Mormons and Muslims. It was their farming. Like my wife's, I used to think Mormons were insane. I thought that they were all like wacky, everything they believe with it, like magic underwear. I believed all this stuff from like the, the play. Same with Muslims. I thought they were all like goat banging, freaking terrorists and everything. When you see people doing good stuff, it, it breaks the spells. All that would do was make people say, oh, the CIA is great. Look at that CIA guy crushing. I don't work for the CIA. That would be some pretty deep cover, guys. <laughs> Owen Benjamin tries to topple America by, by encouraging large families, uh, community growth, and laughter to relieve tension during times of riots. That's a real color revolution. Um, gay Jew, don't be afraid to take bad song and make it gay Jew. That's pretty funny. And a lot of these uh, spy organizations seem like they're always just kind of playing games with each other. They're always like figuring out what the other's up to. I don't even think they pay attention to us anymore. All right. Anyway, I got funny stuff for you. Okay. By the way, for those uh, young parents starting to homeschool, my son is four and uh, embrace the cultural diversity from the Chinese, it's called an abacus. That's, now that really is a good thing. That's when cultures coming together can be beneficial. The abacus is huge. Uh, check this out. We're making large progress with our four-year-old and math. I think it's why the Chinese have a big advantage in math, guys. It's called the abacus. Get into it. Walter uh, is supposed to memorize uh, ones and twos multiplication table, but okay. I was thinking, because I don't really, I don't know how we're supposed to just memorize it. So we brought out the abacus, and he's been really understanding how multiplication works. So, um, like, uh, the ones, it's one grouping of one is how much. Well, can you show me one grouping of one? 
How much is that? How many is that? One. That's right. Can you show me two times one? So two groupings of one? You got one there. And then you can do the next grouping on the next line of one. And how many is that? Two times five. Yeah. Nice. Like three times five. He was? Yes. He gets it. He gets the concept of it. It's Amazing. Cool. Great work, guys. So that's uh he's four. I couldn't do multiplication tables before. So uh again, it's don't be I know there's a lot of anxiety in the world, but it's because of the constant change. Uh and I have an advantage because I've been in quarantine for many, many years. And I've I've not been dependent on social approval for a very, very long time. So um, I think it's why I'm, no one's having more fun than me and the Bears. But uh, just know that what you're scared of is it's, it's like a birthing pain. You know, it's a pain that comes right before a release. And what they took from you was hell. Like, don't romanticize how life was. Don't beg for that to come back because it wasn't as good as you think it was. I didn't speak until four. Yeah, Charlie still doesn't speak. He just goes, ah. Legends aren't born. They're made by great parents. Multiplication was taught in grade school. Chinese bear, there you are, the abacus. That's your little advantage, isn't it, Chinese bear? That's how you got the, the kung flu to attack America. Yeah, and by the way, the CDC is now saying only 9,000 people of total have died of uh, coronavirus, and everybody's like, see, look, look. It's just another form of, uh, to attack morale, guys. It's, uh, they did it with Gulf of Tonkin and everything. Or not, I don't know. I just think that don't get excited about that because what they do is they get everybody to buy something and then humiliate themselves and close their own businesses and put tampons in their nose. And then they say, look, it, it was never real. After, they, they accomplished their task. <laughs> and then everyone's like, look. But meanwhile, everyone's like, get away from my mask. <laughs> and you're like, oh, man. Oh, so that's why they do that. So it's just one of those... Uh, it's a post-bomb. It's a bomb to get every, all the medics. You know how that happens sometimes? The narrative is losing steam, I think. Well, it's been so eye-opening to see how many people are so gullible and weak that I think the best thing that came from it, for me at least, and I know a lot of you guys, is the knowledge that we just have to build stuff. That what they do isn't... I, I just, just waiting around for like... It's almost like your friend that's just a drunk... And he goes like three days without drinking and you're like, this is great. And then he just gets hammered and crashes his car again. You're like, but I mean, he was just sober. Who? And then they just, just be around better people. You know, building is winning. Yeah. And I can already feel it. I'm not nearly as affected by this stuff as I would be if, um, if I didn't have a plan or a dream. Most people are mental midgets. Well, a lot of them are so overworked, they've offloaded their, um, their thinking to gatekeepers. But little do they know, all that work they're doing and the spinning they're doing for all this money doesn't help them at all. That it doesn't, you know, that that isn't helping them. I might be nice, might be nice. If I had money, I'd finally, dude, look at the rich. The ultra rich have some of the most broken families you'll ever see. And if, you, and if you just look at it honestly, and if you look at some of the um, backwoods, Appalachian, poor communities, with the exception of opioids and meth that have been pretty devastating for some of these communities, they always had a great time. Whenever I'd perform in those areas before some of these 
pharmaceutical demons came in. Man, there'd be people that loved reusing toilet lids for new shit. They took pride in it. It was great. And their whole, like, generations of family would all be around each other, hunting, playing music, laughing, fighting, drinking. It was like money was no effect on them. Uh, the, the pills have been a real problem, but uh, hopefully that they are developing immunity to that and getting through it. You got a lot of money, you paid for it one way or another. Yeah, there's a difference between money and wealth. We can get into that another time. No, I know some really rich people that have great families. It has to do with logos. It has to do with gratitude. It has to do with putting family first. I know a lot of people that have become very successful because of their efforts and their honest delivery of value to their people. And they're great. It doesn't mean money doesn't corrupt you. It's the love of money. All right, let's continue. Oh, here's uh, an, an another episode of uh, Truther, Truther Charlie and uh, Foreman Walter. Here we go. Well, uh, Charlie's always chasing the rabbits and Walter's always doing jobs. Get that rabbit, Charlie. Sounds good, pal. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Cool. Sure. Awesome. Great childhood. I highly recommend homesteading for your kids. Give them tasks. There's a reason there's an Easter egg hunt. Oh, it's because the pegging of them and the, the, uh, it's jarring. It's a fertility. Now, now, it's to train kids on how to find eggs. So many things. Oh, kids. Oh, so you're comparing them to the goat, the Satan. Yeah, they sound literally the same. A baby screaming and a baby goat screaming sounds almost identical. You would know all this stuff if you, if you raised your own animals. So uh, an Easter egg hunt is a way to train little, little kids on how to find eggs. I'm squirting. Oh, Jesus. Um, you're a good dad. Thank you. It's a uh, top priority in my life. Success in the beast equals sucking seed in a cesspool. Right. Well, you see, it. it's about dependence. You know, it's like, how much do you need that money? And then they make you do shit. It's the same for uh, uh, poverty people. You know, how much do you need that um, that unemployment check, that welfare check? You willing to go do this march? You willing to go throw this brick? It's the same with the ultra rich. How much do you need that extra yacht? You willing to to sell out your kids, put some hormones in them? It's just. It's a dependency and then compliance economy. Just bail on it. Just go now. Just being able to say no to anything makes is so powerful. Just go, no, I don't need that. You sure you don't want to answer? And then, and then it's always replaced by something better. My life, if I didn't stand up for what I believed in in Hollywood and do and put family first, put truth first, my life right now would be terrible. My life right now is awesome. Yeah, there's stresses. Yeah, there's ups and downs. Yes, there's attacks and fears and all this stuff, but it's infinitely better than if I was still sucking on those lollipops. And the worst is I might not have even known this was possible to have like a kid chasing a rabbit, another one finding your eggs and a beautiful woman who loves you rocking a baby and you know, your audience trusts you and everybody's crushing. I mean, it's like, I wake up every morning like, great, time to do the goats. Can't wait to see what some of my favorite YouTube channels are up to. That, you can't put a price on that shit. 
And I know I talk a lot about this stuff right now, but people need this right now. There's a lot of problems out there right now. Self-inflicted. There's a lot of people who are going through a lot of stress and a lot of fear and a lot of change. And so I know a lot about what's happening. I've been in exile for a very long time. I, I am not affected by global media shame tactics. So I understand all this shit. I know what, and, and don't be super scared about vaccines or grid down collapse. Like I have people that are very close to me that now they, they wouldn't see any of this stuff. And now it's like, oh, they're going to, they're going to kill us in the winter. They're going to get rid of the electricity. And I'm like, no, Babylon is falling, not the state or the grid. And they don't want you dead. They want it. They want your soul. Babylon is not the state. The government is not this evil entity that people think. It's an empty tool. It's just, you're always going to have one and it's occupied by the morality of the people and it exists because people don't all follow the law of God. And our state is still there. And it's not changing as much as people think. And so people before refused to acknowledge the madness of the world that, that people, you know, men and women are different. If you think that there's not more women fighter pilots because of sexism, you're lying to yourself and it's, and it's only going to hurt you. You know, people, birds of a feather prefer to flock together. There are different um, talents and spectrums of intelligence in this world. Everyone is not equal. Men and women are remarkably different. Men are supposed to lead women and protect women. Women are supposed to nurture and rear children. The fact that exceptions exist in the world does not change that fact. That's one of many, many lies that people just accept because they don't want to go against the grain. And now it's biting them back because they can't, they, they have to see it now. Everybody's jobs and schools and conveniences and, and um, pleasures are all jumbled and messed up. 2020 vision. And so not only that, but you're lying to women. Yeah, yeah, you're hurting women. When you wear a mask, when you know it's nonsense, you're hurting the people. I hear this all the time. People saying, I wear a mask. I don't believe it, but I just don't. I want other people to feel safe. What? Do you do that with your friends on heroin? Do you not bring it up because it's uncomfortable for them? If someone's suicidal, do you agree with them that the world's terrible and they should kill themselves? Or do you tell them the reality that if they do that, they'll go to hell? I don't like saying who's going to go to hell or not, but like, and that we, that we want them here and that they're a coward. And then if they do kill themselves, you openly call them a coward and don't uh, memorialize them because all that does is make other people more comfortable with killing themselves that are still alive. You're not helping anybody. You're not helping women by saying, hey, Tina, you're just like a man. Now go into a cubicle, get in debt and be super competitive with men. And if you have any instincts otherwise, like you want to be home with children or protected or nourished, or nurture or um, um, revered by your man, that means you're crazy and take these pills. Guys, that's what we've done to our own women. It's horrifying. And they're like, okay, I'm, I want to be powerful. I want to be good. And they go into that and they say, if you, if, if you have anxiety or depression, it's because you have something called a chemical imbalance. This mysterious thing that no one can prove or identify or, or figure out what it even means. So take these pills. Uh, you sure it's not because I'm 31 and single and in debt and alone all the time working for someone that doesn't love me? Yeah, no, no, that's not it. That can't be it. 
It has to be the chemical imbalance in your brain. It's your fault. And then they'll get hooked on pills. And then they become very, 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 very sad. And it's bullshit. <laughs> Dear friend, you are an alien. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And, and, and then, yeah, you're going to have women that are 40, 50, that bought, that they'll lie, and they don't have a family. And you don't want to say these things because you don't want them to feel bad. Well, guess what? They like that they're, this is being said. A lot of those women write to me and say, I bought the lie. Thank you for speaking out on this. Because what gives them peace and hope and comfort is that other women won't fall for it. Because little known fact, most people are not psychopathic monsters. A lot of those women that fell for it and aborted their babies and wasted their fertility and ended up alone, they want people like me to educate young women to not do that. You understand that? You're not helping anybody by going with lies. They're not mad. Dude, a lot of blacks love my bike jokes because they know a lot of them had their bikes stolen. Stop trying to overthink other people with an agenda to get approval from people because of their feelings. The worst thing you can do is cuck and bow to someone's irrational feelings against their own best interest. It solidifies their, um, their fantasy world. Like if you had a friend that's talking to an invisible friend all the time, if you start saying, well, how do, how do you do today, Gary? Do you see Gary too? Oh, yes. Yes, Gary's right here. I don't want him to feel bad. That's how you create pure madness. No, you say, buddy, there's nobody there. You don't see him? No. You sure? Gary, are you not real? <laughs> no, but these days people are like, oh, no, now we have to make it a mandate that everyone sees Gary because we don't want him to feel bad or crazy. We want everyone to feel good all the time. It's the same thing with masks. Half the people wearing masks don't believe any of the shit. You can smell a fart in a mask. Come on, guys. It's so dumb. <laughs> how, come, how come Idaho doesn't have a ton of COVID-19 deaths? No one, m most people are not wearing masks there. You can logically deduce that it's all stupid. Okay. So many people are just wearing it because they don't want people to get sad. Or they don't want others to feel scared. Well... Uh, you're participating in a grand delusion. Now it's official, guys, that the lockdowns and quarantines have caused more death than the quote-unquote coronavirus. It's just the beginning of the ride. It's about wealth consolidation. But the good news is their delusions don't affect you. The best thing you can do for your friends and family that are deluded is don't buy into it and live a healthy, happy, productive uh, grateful life. Don't yell at them. Don't freak out at them. You know, I, I've learned this over the years, you know. It's like some of these people have had rough lives. And they're not wicked for just going along with a delusion to fit in because they're scared and they're weak. Um, the, best, the best way to change their mind is just be super healthy and happy and not wear a mask. And just go, interesting, interesting thoughts. I don't wear one, but I still get uncomfortable and nervous when I go to home. Everybody does. We're experiencing a, like a zombie apocalypse right now. But just be, be comfortable in your own skin. Like just know that you're just going to Home Depot. And if other people want to play um, New World Order games, like little fantasy pretend games, it's on them, not you. 
And, and if they're scared, you know, don't yell at them. Just, just do your thing. Never one, 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 do it. Yeah. Um, I only wear one at work. Well, I have to get a mask for when I start doing a lot of like, <laughs> uh, manure shoveling and carpentry. Like I'm also putting in, um, um, insulation into the barn. And so it's so funny. Like now everywhere is selling a mask. I'm like, I got to get a mask for that. I don't want to get fiberglass in my fucking lungs. Does anyone have any advice on, uh, uh, insulation? Cause me and Amy are realizing that we live in a uh, furnished corner of a barn. And it's nice, you know, it's cozy, very, very small. But we we're, we have these bunk beds that are awesome and everything. But to go to the bathroom, we'll be walking through a barn that is not insulated in Idaho. And so we're not going to heat the barn because that would be preposterous. So we're definitely going to insulate it. And I have a piano in the barn. So I don't really want it to go to zero and 80 back and forth because uh, then it will go out of tune constantly. Uh, spray in. It's worth the extra money. Um, spray, spray foam's better. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, because you guys, a lot of you guys know more than me about this shit. Spray insulation looks like that's what it is. Is that, is it, is it less toxic too? If anybody has a, a business that's a bear in Idaho that does spray foam, email me at why didn't they laugh at gmail.com. Bears support bears. I want to hire bears. So let me know. I feel like that's something a bear would do in Idaho. <laughs> Uh, gotta shave the beard for a respirator, man. Um, well, it's just for like when I'm shoveling a lot of shit or doing a lot of wood cutting, uh, my lungs do feel heavy. Like just ma masks aren't just bad. It's just masks for nonsense are bad. Uh, yeah. So let me know. Why didn't they laugh at gmail.com? Let me know if any bear owns a, um, a uh, spray foam insulation business. Thank you. And don't be like, yeah, I do, but it's a thousand miles of drive, but I want to do it. Don't make it a hassle, guys. I'm not that exciting to me. <laughs> like, I'm kind of like, it, it's a letdown. It's a letdown. If it's convenient for you and it helps your business, and, and charge me full price too. Don't be weird about it. All right. The whole point is to support each other. All right. Anyway, let's... Uh, Let's check out why I believe Trunk is a confirmed bear. Hang on, what is this? Is this the right one? Hang on a second, ladies and gentlemen. All right, here's the first example. Those are anarchists, they're agitators, they're rioters, they're looters, they're not, you know, you say that, and some of the people, not all of them, but some of the people back there, oh, I dare, how dare you? These are friendly protesters, right? Guys, that how dare you sounded a lot very familiar. All right, I know people are going to say, oh, no, no way, Big Bear, that's just one example. By the way, there's been tons of examples. Here's yet another one. Yet another one. This is how you can always tell someone's watching the uh, stream because it kind of just, the, the terms bleed through. Very importantly... Very, very U.S. Senate candidate, Corky Messner. Oh, yeah, he supports uh, Corky. Remember, remember our, our, our Corky? All right, and I'll give you yet another one. Oh, oh, what's his campaign asking to? To crush our goal. Hmm. Wow, all these things sound quite familiar. Very interesting stuff. 
and with the post office tweet and immediately after the stream. And of course, the six billion joke and this guy gets it and landing the plane. And it's 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 a it's a confirmation at this point. And by the way, for those of you being like, Trunk won't save us, Trunk works for the Jew. Guys, the most important thing is your community. Would you like to see why our community matters? This is very good. As much as I'm telling young people not to go uh, roll around in, with the pigs in the slop in Portland and all these like Antifa places, those places are so converged and dead. You're trying to rescue people that don't want to be rescued. They're like, we're butt fucking, leave us alone. This is what a strong community looks like where people are very uh, connected to their reps. This is very good. I'm not anti-violence, guys. I'm not anti-blowing um, away threats. But do it the right way. Don't do it in a way that... I'll tell you a story about in a second. But watch this sheriff. And there's a lot of sheriffs like this. This guy's exceptionally based. But I know plenty of communities that are just like this. The media obviously doesn't cover it because they want you to feel scared and isolated so that you sabotage your own life. But this is not uncommon. I promise you. This is very good. I know tons of sheriffs that deputize people and they're like, all right, guys, time to time to do what needs to be done. Oh, and before I even show this, the beauty of time travel is if you're like this, they don't come. It's chicken or the egg. You know, it's like when you see just these roving com Craigslist communists def def trying to take down an empty Applebee's, <laughs> you know, in a community that's just corporate fiction run by sodomites. There's no one to protect. Yeah, I obviously want that Kyle dude to get off. I want him to have a family and have a garden and go to a community that will appreciate him, that he will... You know, that he, his hand doesn't shake when things go down. I don't think that people should do that, though, like what he did. Oh, I know I'll get heat for that. Oh, hey, big man, look at what they did to us. Look at what they do to their own cities. Those cities are gone. They've been gone for years. I've been telling you guys for a long time. Let me tell you a quick story. So one time I was drunk in a bar years ago, and there was a man and a woman having a very intense verbal argument, and the guy sounded kind of um, abusive. And I was feeling very white nighty, and I am no stranger to conflict. And the guy was pissing me off. He's like, shut up, bitch, and all this. So I was like, hey. And I was all, all ready to rock. I go, you don't talk to that bitch like that. Many mistakes. First off, she looked very confused, immediately offended. And he was like, what? And I was like, I was just repeating what he had said because I didn't know her name. You remember this joke? Uh, yeah, it's. All true. Yeah, I've said this. I think I said this in a special once, but they ended up agreeing with each other that I sucked. Like they, had, they wanted nothing to do with me. I was not helping anyone. They're like, get out of here. And that's very similar to a lot of this LARPing in cities. Like Portland doesn't want you. Portland is like, we're self-destructing. You know, it's like, so... You have a guy willing to crush and he wants to do the right thing and he's a young, you know, crusher. Dude, go to a community that wants you there. Form it. Grow it. Have a family. Vote for sheriffs that have your back. Watch this. This is the mentality. Voting does matter. I will probably end up voting for Trump because I'm going to be voting for mayors and sheriffs and shit. 
because it matters. Local matters big because the forces above them, the NGOs are not that strong. It's all about money and, and people complying, people not caring. It's like a lot of uh, marriages fail because people stop caring about each other. They don't pay attention to each other, what they want. They don't listen. They focus on dumb shit. It's the same with communities. Watch this sheriff. This is what it's all about. All right. Do anything in social media. But we have received information in social media that some of the criminals were going to take their criminal conduct into the neighborhoods. I would tell them if you value your life, you probably shouldn't do that in Polk County. Because the people of Polk County like guns. They have guns. I encourage them to own guns. And they're going to be in their homes tonight with their guns loaded. And if you try to break into their homes to steal, to set fires, I'm highly recommending they blow you back out of the house with their guns. So leave the community alone. Very, very effective. Don't go to a community where all the people and the sheriff and everyone was like, dude, leave. It's like, no, but I'm here to, 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 uh, you know, secure our rights and our monument. They're like, dude, we're, we're crazy. Like, this is what we are here. And if you want people to respect what you are in your community, like if you have like Antifa come in and you're like, no, we don't want you here. You got to respect theirs. Fact. If an entire city, like if no one's on your side and all the law enforcement, everybody's like, no, no, we're, we're participating in scams. Like we're going to burn these businesses. We've already marked them with chalk. This is what they do, by the way. They mark them with chalk to collect insurance money. And if you're just interrupting a mafia-based scam based on a city that has been so morally, ethnically, politically converged for so long that a comedian couldn't even rent out any theater or any space like at all, like they're all like, no, no, we don't want you here. Then, then just go somewhere where you're valued. And there's a lot of places like that. I know several that have been like that, that'll deputize people and be like, all right, they're coming. So you're now a deputy, you're now a deputy, you take that building, you, because they have something to protect. And it all stems from the community caring about itself and having a morality. You know, major props to them, right. And the, and the media, this is why I say don't watch the news. The news will make you think that all of America right now is cucking and sad and victim-y. And, and I get it. You feel desperate. You're like, we got to go out there and do something. Yes, I'm telling you what to do. Be great parents, great community. Get more self-sufficient so the grabber can't take away your privileges. Um, be present at council meetings, um, you know, know your sheriffs, give them respect, send them some flowers, tell them they're doing a great job. Dude, it's it like have places you want to defend, have like real relationships with people. You know, it's not a video game. It's real. And so that's why be still and know God. Yeah, it's fun. And, and being productive is so much more fun. So that's what Bertari is all about. And that's why Bertari Times, for those of you just joining, is crushing. Hang on. The website isn't live yet, but it's going to have a small town feel. And we're going to report on your, uh, what you want talked about in your life, not the big psyops. Let them all dance their hearts out. Let them do the tyranny two-step 
that ends in a butt pump until they're blue in the face. We're going to be talking about, uh, you know, we're going to announce marriages and babies and uh, businesses and fun stories and recipes and advice columns and all that. And it's already being organized extremely well. One of my buddies is really good at this stuff. And we have the same vision of, um, you know, of a, of a paper that's, that's reporting on our own world. It's awesome. BB, do you need Geek Step? Yeah, yeah. We've had an overwhelming amount of support for it. And we will. Everyone will have a role. But it just takes time. You know, that's why the greatbeartrail.com, uh, the map doesn't expand as fast as you guys email in your info and all that. Because there's a lot of security and vetting. And we're very, it's not like automatic. It's the same with unauthorized. Because we get a lot of troll attacks. And I understand why some people do it. I get it. It's fine. Um... And so, um, and so we're just meticulous about it. And there will be a donate button there because it's 100% funded by the people who read it. And 100% uh, will go to building it. Zero will go to me. So just to get that on record. In less than 10 years, it becomes something massive. And then I will be buying castles. All right. This is a, this is a really nice um, meme to kind of explain things. Will there be a paperback just... Well, yeah, I have a massive mailing list that I never use. I do a Christmas card once a year. But that's another reason to donate is I have your info. You know, Amy logs every address and what you donated um, for the Christmas card. But if it gets to that point, you know, and I'm not guaranteeing that, it's just like live streaming it unauthorized. If we have to, if the Internet becomes even more insane, then, yeah, we will mail you Bertari Times. Um. So if you want to donate um, to Beratari Times, it's not live yet. I'm just filling you guys in on what it is. And that's one of those, like, any amount helps. And don't feel pressure at all. If you don't want to, literally don't. No obligation. It's supposed to be free. And any amount we can work with. We can do this for a $0 budget. I can use lemons and, and, uh, and just money because it's not very expensive to just do a skeleton bare bones thing. I have a lot of people that like helping out. And, but when you want to consistently pump out good stuff, you know, and I want to employ people and I want to um, grow it in a way that's really healthy and awesome. So that's how we're going to do it. I'm, I'm just done. Guys, I'm done complaining about Babylon in case you guys haven't noticed. I'm making media. I'm not going to complain about it anymore. I'm making campsites. I'm not going to complain about why no one will let well, let little old me perform in their theaters. They're nuts. You know, these people that openly pump hormones into their three-year-olds with their blue check marks are not, they're, they're allowed anywhere they want. You know, Anderson Cooper and his gimp outfit. I, but just pointing it out doesn't do anything. It's like, yeah, they're nuts. They've converged. And when you really understand morality and understand Life and logos. I mean, I have a long way to go, but I, I've seen some real glimmers. They're only screwing themselves. They're only making themselves more obsolete. You think Anderson Cooper is valuable now that there's going to start being this like deep fake AI bot? Like they can literally, I, I'm sure they have the technology already, but just create an image of a person talking and just pump them with like scripts. Do you think Anderson Cooper as a human being has any actual value? to the world. If you're a script reading liar, 
that just hides behind your sin for money and power and you're willing to do anything the beast says. Yeah, well, now technology. I guarantee, I, I wonder if it's already happened. Anderson Cooper, CIA, that doesn't mean anything. You have to understand the devil doesn't protect anybody. So his value at this point, he has no trust. No one trusts him. He doesn't think for himself. So what is he? He's a talking head. So I, I promise you there's already technology. You know, they kind of do these uh, reveals of like um, Tupac and, um, you know, these, uh, not even a robot, just like when, when Philip Seymour Hoffman died shooting the Hunger Games, they still completed it using uh, holograms and stuff, like using CGI. You don't think that they can do a program where they can just type in anything they want uh, AI Anderson to say? So what's his role now? What's his, now they don't even have to have him anymore. And you think they'd give him a comfortable life, a nice pension? No. They just, they, they, there's no more meat puppet. Um, and that's why when people are like, oh, he's a Vanderbilt, oh, he's a CIA. It's like, you think that protects him? His mother never loved him. His family's insane. You don't want to be that. And that family creates bots. It creates meat puppets. It's so sold out. And they're so addicted to their status and their wealth that his own brother jumped out of a window, his twin brother or something. Like his mother's crazy, satanic stuff all over his walls. And so when people feel like they have power over you, a lot of times it's because they haven't even started doing their own thing yet. You know, you feel like you're under their thumb, but you have to understand that they don't have any power. They, they've all sold out and they're all expendable, completely expendable. There's no value there. And it's like, as much as you might disagree with me or I, I annoy you or I can be arrogant sounding or erratic or I change my mind on topics or whatever, we, you know I'm a human being with free will. You can obviously tell every day I fire up the live stream. I have no idea where this is going. Today my script is trunk B times toe elbow cardi the nothing kyle shadows family sheriff rogan trunk rabbit math that's my script today i haven't gotten to more than half of it i had no idea i was going to be talking about any of this shit that's why it's valuable <laughs> like like anderson goober speaks to the word of what he's programmed to speak and so whether or not you agree with me or not you know that i'm not lying and that's that is the value now. It's beautiful. Oh, you want to see the Rogan thing? Texas, your boy has arrived, and he brought L.A. with him. For those of you just listening, it's cowboy boots with uh, open-toed sandals. Um, and for those of you uh, terrified of the military, I, I hear that all the time now. It's like, uh, it's like uh, oh, the military is going to inject me with their – they're going to pump me with their vaccine. Oh, the martial law is coming. They're going to – Guys, okay, here's, the military is so cucked. Not only should you not be scared of them, you should be a little concerned <laughs> that our military is so unbelievably weak now. Oh, but we have the biggest budgets in the world. That's just corruption. Okay, here is, um, Cardi B's WAP causes controversy on military TikTok. They're literally doing wet-ass pussy dances. Oh, and here's a recruiting uh, meme. Uh, the only thing cooler than wearing a mask is getting an, an epic elbow bump from U.S. Air Force Secretary, who's a woman. Okay, so that is not going to inspire uh, terror in your enemies, guys. They're, they're too scared to shake hands, and they're wearing muzzles, and they're literally doing TikTok wet-ass pussy dancing. 
And I was talking to a, a military uh, professional yesterday. A, a few of them uh, DM me to give me some inside scoops on all of it. Someone just said, disagree, dot, dot, dot. Then you're probably a coward. You know, it's one thing if you're in an elite force, if you're like a SEAL or a Green Beret or Special Forces. Yeah, you guys probably still have some serious um, killing ability. But in general, it's an, if you're not humiliated, you're, not, you're, you're part of it, in my opinion. He was saying that now in the military, everybody's so concerned that any threat of being called a sexist or a racist or a bigot, you're always doing sensitivity training in the military, guys. These are people that are supposed to be terrifying to our enemies. And if you're accused of bigotry or racism or sexism or sexual harassment, um, your career's on hold. It's, uh, you don't get any promotions until it's resolved. And then, even if you're innocent, nothing, you're just screwed and nothing happens to that person. Women right now are completely dominating the military. If they say they don't feel properly or someone makes them feel, can't confirm active, yeah, this is a fact, this is a fact. And so these driven men, at any time, if there's some spiteful little female cadet or minority cadet, at any time can say, that person made me feel uncomfortable uh, with his bigotry. And so then his career stopped. No more medals, no more um, promotions until they get to the bottom of rather, guys, the, the claim is about feelings. Bear in mind, they're, they're, they're going to, they then investigate whether or not he said something hurtful to their feelings. This isn't exactly a rape, guys, or a murder investigation. And that's sickening. Don't be sickened. The gravy seals are doing great. We have the gravy seals. They're an excellent uh, unit. Very secretive, though. But uh, so when people are like, oh, the military's coming, dude, just cough or say a slur. Just go, that person just made me feel like I wasn't trans. Or, dude, they'll all shut down. They'll go, okay, no more vaccine injections. We have to get to the bottom of this. So did they do a microaggression? Yeah, it was a microaggression. They assumed, they assumed that I wanted a vaccine just because I'm, I'm Asian. Oh, they called it the Kung Flu vaccine. They go, oh, we're terribly sorry, Ming. We're, we'll be back in a little while. And then everybody gets court-martialed. It's, it's, guys, it's, it's way gone. It's gone. You know, they're promoting homosexuality in it. There's, there's women everywhere in it. Oh, but how dare you? Dude, keep lying, man. Go ahead. It doesn't hurt me. Keep pretending that that's an effective military force. You'll see what happens. And enjoy the ride. Keep pretending men and women are the same. Keep pretending that, 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 that people are, are all equal. The only thing stopping promotion of certain people is bigotry, racism, homophobia. Keep pretending that banging an asshole is the same as uh, procreation with a vagina. God, it doesn't hurt me. You'd be surprised how much your little virtue signaling and lying doesn't hurt me. And you'll see it. You'll see it. And I'm not saying that there's no role for women it, on some places in the military, it just isn't good. It isn't like a virtue. It isn't like, we need more women and homosexuals. You know, some say that um, Aristotle was a homo. Or no, not uh, Alexander the Great. And that's one reason why he was so dedicated to his boys. Who knows? All I'm saying is it's not good. It's not like, okay, 
well, this fighter, it, it, this person is less of a fighter, but they, they prefer the anus, and uh, and this one has mammary glands, so they don't have to run as fast because we need more of their perspective on the battlefield. Like, I think women make good detectives. I think um, I think they don't make very good beat cops. I don't think they're very intimidating, and there's a lot of uh, cultures that literally find it laughable and then just attack the woman. Um, but detectives, I've seen some good female detectives, like ones that can really get to the bottom of a, of a sleuth case. Women can be very thorough with, and they're, uh, and their softer demeanor when interviewing people and researching can actually help. Um, there's certain roles for women with community outreach, maybe like talking to a rape victim or something. Just be all I'm saying is be honest. I'm not saying that women um, should not be in any law enforcement or any form of military. They're like, you know, a counselor for PTSD, a, um, a I don't know. There's a billion. I, I, this isn't my role to come up with these, these things, but I'm just trying to show you that it's not. And let's say there's one that's just a, a lethal killer. And the military's like, yeah, we can use her like a spy. A woman can probably make a better spy because they'll have a better asset of sexuality. There you go. You know, it's just it has to make logical sense. I don't like putting women near bullets. I think it's gross. Yeah, nurses. There you go. Yeah. Or even if women want to be these like, but you don't want to be a spy. Do you think you want to put a woman? I'm just talking utilitarian. I still don't want to put a woman in that position where she has to have sex with a foreigner to like get information. That's like, that's like prostitution. That's like real gross. But all I'm saying is you could make an argument that for a spy to infiltrate an area, a woman would have an asset that a man doesn't. If it's like uh, Albert Einstein was having sex with a Russian spy named Marguerite. You can look it up. Uh, he cheated on his wife, cousin, uh, with many, many women. But one of them was a Russian spy. And that, you know, if you can get one of these physicists lying scumbags to bang you, you can get some pillow talk out of them. Um, but women are soft-hearted. They're, they're much softer-hearted. People are like, oh, yeah, but Israel, they have misogyny women. Yeah, they're not, they're not very good at it. Does, does anyone think that Israel is a, a really strong, lethal fighting force? No, no. They have their big brother, America, constantly settling all their shit-talking. When was the last time you saw Israel with all their women in an actual, like, hot, fiery military action? Everyone's like, wow, these women are so fearless and they're just really bloodthirsty. No. No, they're not. All right. Uh, and, and God forbid they actually do what they're biologically designed to do and get pregnant. Would you want to put a pregnant woman in front of gunfire? No, you don't. Israel is the land of the military of the pumpy pumpy disco. I don't think women should be in the military or in the police. I don't either. All I'm saying is there isn't even an argument for it unless a few of these positions that I'm discussing right now. I don't think it's a woman's job at all to be in these positions. There is an argument that there, there's a female touch that works well with communicating to female victims or community outreach or um, getting information from people. If they understand that softness that they know. But that's literally the only thing I can think of. All right. Um, and it's not to hold them back. It's to protect them. 
like seeing a woman with her legs and head blown off on a battlefield that could have been a mom is insane. I mean, it's insane to see that as a man. That's why these wars are so awful because they're, you know, to sacrifice our boys for these corporate monsters is insane. But a woman, dude, every Israeli veteran I've ever met is broken and insane. Yeah, because some of their things that they do in training is, you know, they have to like raise a kitten and then kill the kitten. Just real fucked up stuff. It lowers their empathy and then it makes them broken. Um, I know some American military like that too. Not the kitten thing, but um, some of the training and some of the experiences, at the time it makes them ferocious and lethal, but uh, later there's, they, they can't be alone with themselves. Silence is horrifying. You know, they, they hate their own company. They need constant distraction and addiction. It's real bad in Mossad. You know, I know some people um, who's had family members that have been real. You know, you think American vets are bad. I'm a broken vet. Yeah, but if you say that honestly, that's a step out, man. I'm a broken Hollywood vet. You know, I was part of some real bad stuff myself. Un unintentionally, I'm sure like you, you joined to crush. I joined just to make people laugh. And then you realize there's these massive social engineering programs. Um, so I, I, you get no judgment from me, my friend. Um, women can't handle PTSD. No, they're not designed for it. And so you can keep lying to yourself, but when your quote-unquote enemies see you incapable of shaking a hand, your leader is a woman, and everyone's wearing a, a muzzle, um, yeah, it, it's, not, it's not good at militarying. Um, I think it's over mainstream liberalism that... No, no, there's, there's always going to be room for Satan. There's a hole in the bucket. Nice. All right. I don't have that much more to talk about today. Let me see. Um, did I get to everything that you guys were interested in? Oh, here's a, here's a, little, here's a funny clip, uh, a little blast from the past. Blunt force truth. Blunt force truth. <laughs> Just look at yeah. Oh, look look at that. That's some that's some journalistic integrity from Chuck Woolery. That's his whole thing though. His whole thing is that now. I think he lives in Texas or something. I think he escaped California and all the crazy libs. Yeah, yeah. We'll be right back in two and two. Yeah, yeah, two and two. Mm -hmm. I forget the name of that show. I remember I used to like it. The one on the Game Show Network. The one with all the boxes and it was like letters and stuff. Uh, fuck, I forget the name. Okay, so there you have a uh, just horror. Yeah, Rogan ended up doing the same thing. Oh, the nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do a whole stream on the never-ending story um, soon. I have a few cosmological differences in it, obviously. I was talking about it last night, and someone's like, because I don't believe that human consciousness manifests reality. God did that. Um, that's the difference. But there's a lot of truth in it. But if you just understand that difference, I'm not promoting some of the occultist Kabbalistic stuff in the never ending story, but I don't see it as a problem at all. A lot of what it, I, I do believe our consciousness shapes matter around us and our uh, lives, but I believe that there's another level outside that is the creator. Um, and some of these people don't believe that. They think that our consciousness is what makes the creation. I don't agree with that, but there is a lot of truth in it. And so it's really not hard to just say, oh, I don't, I disagree with that part. <laughs> You know, like everything was once a dream, like this was an idea in someone's head. You know, the matter around us can be shaped by our will and consciousness and our life, our community, whatever, like our internal world does start creating our external world. But that doesn't mean we are making the creation. It's, it's a pretty easy 
mistake to make in my opinion, but I, it's not like I can't be friends with people who think that, you know, uh, crater earth is some gravy, <laughs> you know, that the moon is a reflection of the earth on the firmament. Very interesting. They, they did like topographical maps on like one of the craters on the moon and it like matches up with the earth. Do I, can I prove that? Of course not. It's just interesting because there's something really weird about the moon, you know, and according to Genesis, it's the, it's a light, it's a luminary. It, it rules the night. It lights us, it gives us a light and that's the best place to just stay. And then from there, gravy out. And it does appear to be an inverse, like black mirror of the earth itself. Yeah, John Levy's, yeah, yeah. But again, you have to have a grounding nature to gravy out like this. Um, and it, there's no proof. I mean, there's, there's interesting correlations and it's an interesting idea. Sometimes I do look at the moon and I think that's almost like the inverse of the earth. It's almost like, like, our evil twin, you know? And so when you think about the, uh, like the sun reflecting off the earth, and then, you know, you start thinking about, well, what's an eclipse, yada, yada. But without fear, you're just like, just keep looking at it, just figure it out. I thought Howlworth was interesting, but then I became, I'm thinking of the internet, Gonzalo. I don't even know what Howlworth is. I just, it just sounds so dumb to me that I didn't even pursue it. <laughs> like, at no point did that even get my curiosity. I'm like, what? But the thing that piqued my curiosity about the uh, crater Earth, granted, it's just something to think about. Not a big deal. It's uh, because the moon is such a weird thing. It looks different all the time. Sometimes it looks 3D. Sometimes it looks 2D. Sometimes you, it looks like you can see through it. Other times it looks like rock. You know, it's... Uh, the phases of the moon coincide the 28-day lunar cycle, which matches the woman's ovulation cycle. Um, you know, it's just interesting, man. It's interesting stuff. Praise God for creation. Don't worship it. Right, exactly, exactly. But there is some truth in it. The best spells have truth. All good spells have truth in it. And God created us and this. That's what I disagree with about New Age. But our consciousness and our will and our internal world does start manifesting around us a lot with creativity, with our relationships, with our lifestyle, all of it. People do bring their darkness or their light into their world. Digits, digital, the first digital, like we were built to create our hands, our minds, like what we are is creative. We are creative. We're not fast. We're not strong compared to a lot of other animals. Our eyes are not like other animals. Our ears are not as good as other animals. What are we? Why are we special here? We have the theological reasons, obviously, but we create. We clearly create. We clearly, um, yeah, oh, the, well, a badger, a beaver can make a damn big badger. Dude, you know, you know what I'm saying. And so when you see cathedrals or Bach or, or some of these beautiful things, and it reflects the logos and consciousness of those people, their commitment to truth, their gratitude to God, rejoicing in the logos of it, the symmetry of the world they're creating, um, versus broken communist buildings during a time of despair and atheism. It, it's it's completely different. It looks ugly and, and inefficient and 
it lowers your spirit and all that. And it's because the people there were lowered. And right now you're seeing that. You, you, you see what people are watching on YouTube and it's just low. You know, it's just my pussy, my pussy. Look at my pussy versus, uh, you know, WC or Chopin or Bach. We're creators, not gods. Exactly. I, I, I assume that that's just obvious, but I get how people make that mistake, but it's a pretty... It can be a real tragic mistake, depending on how much you run with it, with hubris. But creator doesn't mean God. We are creative. We are creators. We are um, masons. Don't read into that. I've never been inside a Freemason Lodge except for one show I once did at the Shriner Hall in Phoenix. Okay? I know nothing about it. So I'm about one lag and whacking off. Um, but we are masons. We are carpenters. We are... Uh, artists and that is very different than other animals and uh, we're like the mini me of God well we're built to create you know and to worship and to rejoice in his handiwork when you think that humans we didn't make this like we didn't make the tree or the bird our consciousness does form around us though and it's, it's an interesting thing to discuss without making horribly blasphemous statements, but I'm not. I'm, I'm literally not. It's like you can see it. You can see one sheriff versus another sheriff. Like they're reflecting the consciousness of the community. You know, collective consciousness, ether, these things are real. I know they're real. I can, I can pick up on things that are out there that I don't read or know, and they're true all the time. It happens to me all the time. You know, there are other senses. There is a sense of intuition that a lot of people ignore, and everyone's capable of it. God gives us his gifts, but we aren't God. Right, right. I, I think it's very obvious we aren't God. The creation doesn't create itself. But it's your responsibility to rejoice in, your, in God and in your creation and in symmetry and logos and truth and all that, because out of that, you start creating this harmonious world. These beautiful structures. You know, these were not made by atheists. They were not made by people in despair. It's not possible, actually. It goes total utilitarian, and then those people actually think they're gods. Like, they actually think that they can solve the world. They can fix the world or destroy the world. You can't do either. You can't destroy the world or fix the world. You can rejoice and God and around you will be symmetry and health and beauty and greenery and food and sunshine and friendship. And th th that really comes from your rejoicing. Even if you're in a hard place, like I bet there's prison cells that look awesome. I bet there's prison cells. I know that this happened at some point in history. A prisoner has made something very beautiful in a cell and the guards want to stomp it out. And they stomp it out and he just does it again because the action of it is the purpose, not the creation itself. And so the prisoner shapes something or makes it look beautiful, stunning, more beautiful than the outside world. And the prisoner, prison guard stomps it out again. And then eventually the prison guard is inspired and it changes him a little. You know that's happened. You know that that's definitely happened. You know that there's been people in the lowest hells of the world. And to, to honor God, they create, they make beautiful, they grow, you know, they they grow a little flower in, in a little dusty corner of a cell and it gets stomped out until the, the guard starts realizing that it's about the process 
that what happens to the material didn't matter to the prisoner. And over time, that guard's heart would soften. Right? Can you see it? Right? You know that's happened. All right. Um, let's check out. Do you think the Kardashian family is put on the forefront to get light, complex people to start dating? I don't know. If people, it's, it's everyone's choice. If you idolize Kardashians and if you don't have anything else in your life, that's your choice. You can, uh, yeah, like look at my life, how it's inspired people. I just have a garden, some goats, a family. This is a very normal life. But the, re the fact that I, got, I, I made something beautiful in my gratitude and in my resistance to evil while I was being so attacked publicly inspired people. That inspires people because it was the action of it, the joy of it, the, 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 the purpose is the purpose. And so other people started doing it. And now a lot of people are like really happy. <laughs> it's not always happy. It's just they have more purpose. They, there's something to go towards, not just, all right, let me read that thing from the, uh, never, the nothing. Okay. Oh, and by the way, this guy, uh, yes, the media is desperate to get raw crossbreeds going. Well, I just think it's low trash garbage. I think it's demonic. I don't think that, I think some of these things aren't as planned out as people think. Sometimes when I'm saying they, it's demons. A lot of the meat puppets don't really, they're not really great at planning, but they're, they listen to the whispers. Jealousy and envy is a big one that, that haunts people. Must be nice. I wish I had that material thing. Just let that go, guys. Let that go. Believers don't feel that way. If you're really connected, you don't get materialistically jealous. You'll feel maybe a whisper here and there, but once you conquer that, it doesn't help you ever. You don't know what's behind the yacht or whatever. Nothing, none of that. Must be nice with you with all your stuff. I, I understand where you're at. Just don't engage in that. I mean, the amount of rich people tragedy that's so obvious is you almost have to intentionally ignore it. Look for blessings. You know, I'm envious. If I'm ever going to be envious, it's, it's envious of people with a lot of kids. People... And I, dude, fact, like after my envy, my jealousy will sometimes spark. The only times is when there's a dude with like nine kids and everybody's crushing. And they're like, have a business together or something. I'm like, man, nice. Like that's, but see, that's still good though. It's like, it must be nice. It's true. It's, that sounds incredible. Like imagine having like nine kids and everybody's crushing. <laughs> like. Like, that sounds great. But I'm very happy and blessed with my life. But I'm just letting you know that I know how that feels. And I'm like, yeah, it might be nine, nine, nine children all crushing on your compound with your own businesses. Look at all those fucking grandchildren. You can relive parenting again, but without all the responsibility and sleepiness. Might be fucking nice. Okay, so here's the, the statement. This is very applicable to these days. Uh, I'll do a stream about the scene and the whole movie. There's a lot of gravy in it. It's, uh, it's about creating. All right, so Gamork is the darkness. You know, it's the servant of the nothing, the minion, as, uh, as uh, Matt from Quantum calls them, the minion level. Uh, the Ellen Degenerate, the George Soros, the, the people that, the servants of evil, and you don't know why they're doing it. This is a, a, a self-aware minion, which I don't even know if they really exist. But anyway, 
So Gamork, and he's and this this wolf thing, this black wolf has been tracking the hero Atreyu um, through his adventure, trying to take him down through despair. You know, and he almost got him in the swamps of despair if it wasn't for that luck dragon. The, just replace luck dragon with logos, with Jesus, with a messenger from God, with you know, the, it's it's really there's a lot of truth in it. You just don't get wrapped up on <clears throat> the labels of people that don't understand. In their mind, it's luck. It's luck isn't real. It doesn't. That's not how it works. All right. So Gamork says, "Foolish boy, don't you know anything about Fantasia? It's the world of human fantasy. Every part, every creature of it, is a piece of the dreams and hopes of mankind. Therefore, it has no boundaries." Okay. There's a lot of truth to that. It it's not created by human fantasy, but our society, our civilization, our the cohesion. You know, you get it. The corporate corporations are fictions. They're stories that people think up in their heads. This is that's real in a way, but not the actual creation. That's fine. It's an easy mistake to make, but it doesn't take away from the legendary nature. Atreyu, but why is Fantasia dying then? <clears throat> because people have begun to lose their hopes and forget their dreams, so the nothing grows stronger. What is the nothing? It's the emptiness that's left. It's like a despair, destroying the world. And I have been trying to help it. That blows Atreyu's mind with gravy. But why? Because people who have no hopes are easy to control. And whoever has control has the power. That's what's happening right now. It's, but it's thousands of years. Oh, this is nothing new. The absence of God, the emptiness, the vacuum that exists from a lack of belief, from a lack of hope, purpose, mission, dream, family. That's, that's the, the atheist um, whole. And people who want control over other people break, want to break your connection to hope, to dream. They don't want you to ever see a real hero. They don't want you to see real progress. They don't want you to see a good story ever. It's all negative. It's all broken, breaking, and it's all fake. Look around. They're not, they're not destroying the world. They can't. The nuclear bomb, fake. I'll do, I'll do another stream on that. They can't fix or break the world. It's not theirs. But as creators with active consciousness, uh, we can create hell for ourselves or beauty in paradise. They don't want you to discern, right? They want you to think that that's positive. They have to make you have your own despair. You have to carry your own chains and then they control you. And that's their goal. That's the spiritual evil's goal. They want you to give up your own kids for money, for nonsense. The more nonsensical, the more they win. They want wives and husbands to hate each other. They want people to see their children as burdens. They want people to fear the future and envy the past. They want you to feel hopeless, like no one speaks your story, that everyone's a liar, a grifter, or a thief. That's what they want. Because in that state, you will do anything you're told by anyone with a megaphone, with authority. That's what they want at all times. Analyze it with that. Are they trying to break hope? Are they trying to break? That's why the black pill community isn't, yeah, you're saying things that are, currently true and not being said in mainstream media, but you're, you're being defined by mainstream media. 
There's plenty of places right now that are not wearing masks. They're having giant families. They're growing their food. They're having the, one of the best lives you can possibly imagine. So if you just focus in on hell and keep recreating it and keep telling everybody, guys, it's everybody in Portland. No one's based. Every, no one's red-pilled. No one's having kids. White genocide. Everybody porno. Turn off the pornos. Leave the cities. Grow your family. Grow your food. It, it's all gone at that point. You know, think of the prisoner growing a flower. You can't imprison logos. That's why they need you to choose it. They need you to say, uh, my child is a burden. You know, I, I, I'd rather make money than have a child. I'll kill my own child because I don't want it to affect my career. And your career is nothing but paying back fake debt instruments to Satan. You understand that those are the things that evil feeds on. They need you to choose it, and they need you to abandon God, abandon hope, abandon a purpose. As big or small, it doesn't matter. Make your purposes. My purpose was to build a fence. You know how many people that inspired? You know, fences, it's a fence. How many people have the ability of building a fence, and they don't? They just keep waiting for Trunk to do it. To someone, I was, I was, I'd be crying, laughing, and the cold and the rain. Just, I had to build that fence. I had to build that fence. And the dream of the fence just kept growing. And it became gardens, and it became goats, and it became bears, and it became all these people, like Mountain Bear making his cartoons, and Anchor Bear making his songs, and Kyneton Bear being this like relentlessly loyal general to me, and all these people, and Amy... St sticking by me through all this. It's like it started with a fence. They don't want you to know that. But why? Because of control. They don't fear guns. They don't fear you going into the street and shooting Craigslist commies. They don't fear that at all. They fear you building your own fence and having a get-together with your friends without any fear. They fear... you that you will have a lot of children grateful for the time you have now and not afraid of their future. That's a weapon. The quote-unquote white genocide was completely perpetuated by sin and fear. Scared of global warming, scared of environmentalism, scared of not making enough money, present money, scared of, dude, it, watching pornos, draining your balls, uh, you know, having abortion, but not, you know, wanting polygamy, want, you know, or polyamory. or That's how it happened. They wanted people so terrified of the future because they're so detached from God that they thought it was good to not have children. Do you understand how humiliating that is? How, how offensive that is to God? Not that I don't imagine God being offended, but just to get his own creation that was given all of this, this whole world filled with food and water and beauty and ma majestic mountains and rivers, and, and all they do is focus on the evil until they don't see God, until they <clears throat> sell their own family, their own future, their own prosperity, all of it into darkness. So stupid. So fucking stupid. And they, and they call it freedom. Liberation. Okay, when they say liberation or freedom or progress, 
It's like saying they want to liberate a drowning man from his uh, uh, life jacket. It's technically liberation. Right now you're being held by your life jacket. It is, uh, the zipper is, is tight. We're going to liberate you from that. Oh, I'm liberated. Why am I sinking? You're free. <laughs> it's a cynical, ironic trick. So, Big Bear, what do we do? That sounds so... No, dude, just start building. Uh, Bertaria Times, contribute. Donate. Share it. Anything. Any spark. Any hope. And it grows like crazy. Real goosebumps here. Best stream. Well, it's all true. You get goosebumps when, it, when you, it's just a resonance. You're like, whoa, that's fucking. Dr-. People lie all the time, all the time, all the time. All they do, they lie and they grift and they steal and they, and they, but it only hurts them. Millie Weaver is much, much more embarrassed now and hurt than anybody that gave her money. You didn't get humiliated. So just know that. Don't be scared of public ridicule and shame. Don't be scared of any of that stuff. Don't be motivated by fear and, and being so aroused, like your, your fears and your anger and all that. Oh, Millie, we have the deep state coming in. Oh, Millie, give her money. Like calm. Just say, who's the deep state? How is this happening? What is my money going to? Is there a specific lawyer fee? If it ever came to that with the Patreon lawsuit, I would have raised money for it and I would have told you why. This is what they're doing. This is where the money goes. This is what we have to raise. This is exactly who. This is the public record. I need help, please. I want help, please. People would. I didn't do that. I didn't have to. If I had had to, I would have. If someone says, the deep state, they're coming for me because of my YouTube documentary, they're lying. (laughs) And it's only going to hurt them. Really analyze what does the deep state mean? What did she really reveal? What will she do with the money? Because fundraising is very important moving forward for private communities of like-minded thinkers. Because the beast doesn't want us to use their... I'm not even allowed on GoFundMe. I was on there for like a day trying to raise for Bertaria, and they just shut it all down. I'm not allowed on PayPal. It's like, okay, well... um, We'll do our own thing. P.O. Box 727, Gig Harbor, Washington, 98335, if you'd like to support. Um, but there's a million ways to support, and money is not the be-all, end-all. More important for you to have your own um, sustenance and stability. Share it. Join it. Read it. Pass it around. Follow it. Speak the truth. Grow your family. Crush. Get to know other bears in your community, in your area. Be able to have 10 people at any time that you can call and you can all meet somewhere if something's happening. That's literally terrifying. That's way scarier than an AR-15 to people. That you got people, you have brothers, you have, that's why they're always trying to atomize and always trying to uh, fracture. They're always trying to make drama online and fracture this and everyone hates Susie and you hear what Tina said about Susie. They do this all the time, why? Because that's power. DB, my church had a guest pastor who went into the dinosaur gravy about died. Sweet. Gravy is rising. So much good coming because so many people are off the, the, the Babylonian drip of sports and 
nonsense in public school, now that they can't stabilize, it's causing a lot of anxiety and pain, but you're going to restabilize and it's going to be better. You're going to see that God has your back more than money or titles or any of that shit. You're going to see that maybe a lot of these groups don't have your best interest in, in, in mind. If you're furloughed or laid off, you're going to have some time to really think, really look into some of this stuff. You're not always go, 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 go. You know, you're going to really be able to evaluate your life. The real stock market is our children. It's not that spinning dreidel in the heart of Babylon that no, makes no sense. So the economy closes for six months pretty much, and it's just still going up and down like it's nothing. Like it's like the, like the mortgage crisis in 09. Guys, this is a thousand times worse. And they just keep acting like, oh, when S&P recovered today, and it's like, like half the businesses just closed because of fear. But they don't take your skills. They don't take your community. And look at what caused you to be vulnerable and patch that up. Tell your own stories. I'm going to read you a great uh, parable that a bear sent me, and then I'm, I'm out. And people are also a little sick of religion, but they're not sick of God. So just get real into truth, real into parables, stories, live it. Just saying, announce Jesus Christ as your Savior, not going to work. Way too many people just got fucked over by 501c3 churches. Just giving you a little advice on proclaiming the gospel. Uh, don't make it legalistic and don't use uh, specific church denominations. People are absolutely disgusted by the churches right now. So, and, But people do want to connect to God, so speak the truth. You know, tell a good parable. Don't be like, well, the Baptist church will and, and save your soul. And it's like, no, no, we're sick of that shit. Repent in Jesus' name and get a, and take the, people are like, what does that mean? I thought I knew what it meant, but they all closed. All right. There we go. It's the cannibal and the farmer. It's kind of long, but I, I don't have any mail today, so. Caesar to Caesar, God to God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Romans 13 says you always have to do everything the state says. Like, well, when did, you know your Christian history, right? Yeah, when did Christianity become legal? Well, Constantine, of course. So what happened before then? With the 300 and something years before then. What does that imply? Well, it implies it was illegal. That's when we had the martyrs. You don't see it? Romans 13 says you have to do whatever the state says is legal. That's being a good Christian. So what did people do before Constantine? They just weren't Christian? Well, you, sir, just walk away. Don't, don't roll around the slop with the pigs. So for 300 years, people were disobeying Christianity by practicing Christianity. Are you fucking insane? You wonder why no one goes to your masked up virus fucking churches <laughs> well we have to close for months because romans 13 so what did people do before constantine well they uh, they followed romans 13 and they they didn't practice christianity so how did christianity maintain for 300 years that's three centuries that's longer than america has been around they just weren't christians because Rome had outlawed it? Well, you, sir, 
You know, your views on the moon landing are very troubling. Okay, I, I recommend just don't get in any business entanglements with them. Avoid blast radius. Don't trust your kids around them by, their, by themselves. It's, you know, Crowder says you have to pull out also. Right, that, you have to pull out. Jesus says. The cannibal and the farmer. There was once a cannibal and a farmer. <laughs> and the farmer was humble and thought himself below God. And the cannibal was cocky and thought himself above God. And although the cannibal yearned desperately for the unfair share of flesh, he had not yet eaten the farmer as the instincts given to the farmer were provided by God. Hence, the farmer was delivered from his evils, and the Lord so protected him. But the cannibal was constantly tempted and wished to tempt the farmer into being eaten. So one day he trailed over to the farmer who was sowing his seeds and asked, Brother in God, will you come to supper with me? And the farmer replied to the cannibal, No God of yours is the God of mine. I wish to eat with you not. So the scorn... So scorned the words of the farmer, the cannibal did, and he staggered off into the woods to tempt another. So the cannibal came across a man and asked, Brother in God, will you come have supper with me? The man was emaciated from hunger and was sloth on land and in heart, and so agreed. As the two walked through the woods, the ignorant man asked the cannibal, So what, it, what is it you're making for our feast? Ribs, the cannibal responded, and he stuck the man he had baited over the head with a rock, killing him. Hence, the cannibal squatted over him, tore open the man's torso, and ate supper. By the way, back in the day, stories were like this because life was a little more like this. A little less like, but my Facebook account. <laughs> it really sold the story. But the cannibal soon became hungry again. So he wandered over to the land of the farmer, who was much better fed than the other men of the woods. The cannibal saw the farmer watering his crops and asked, Brother in God... Will you pull some of your vegetables from the dirt and come to supper with me? But the farmer sharply retorted, saying, I would, soon, I would sooner pray that my vegetables shrivel up and rot than dine with a man of the devil. So cursed the farmer the cannibal did, and he slithered back into the woods to tempt another. And the cannibal came across another man whose crops were yellowed and dead. So he offered, Brother in God, I have vegetables as ripe as many young women at home. Will you come to supper with me? The man with the dead crops agreed, panting like a dog, and he followed the cannibal into the woods. Um, once the man began to feel suspicious of the offer, he asked, Where's your home? I have none, the cannibal replied, and the man walked into the teeth of a hunter's snare. So the cannibal hung around the man and tortured him with riddles. Sound familiar? Until he was emptied of blood. Hence the man collapsed from exhaustion, and the cannibal crouched on the ground beside him and ate supper. All right. But the cannibal soon became hungry again, and he guided himself to the land of the farmer who was weeding the crops he had grown so far. The cannibal asked, Brother in God, if I show you a place to garden without weeds, will you come to supper with me? Am I to eat a fruit of your tree as well? The farmer rebuked. Be gone with your serpentine ways. So shouted damnations at the farmer the cannibal did, and he scurried back into the woods to tempt another. Okay, there's another, the attempts that, it's a very similar story again. I'm just summing this up. But the cannibal, he ate another guy. But the cannibal soon became hungry again, so he traced his steps back to the land of the farmer with blood still in his teeth. When the cannibal arrived, the farmer was in the season of harvest. 
The farmer plucked the many vegetables from his land and brought them indoors by the armload. The cannibal thought himself clever and smiled, Brother in God, if I help you with your reaping, will you invite me in afterwards and have supper with me? The farmer saw the blood in his mouth and replied, I would sooner starve. And he shut the door behind him and locked himself inside. Hence the cannibal was wounded and so ventured off the woods to tempt another. But the frost began to mount on the crusts of the leaves and decay, and the trees became as bare as the cannibal's heart, while his stomach contracted with pangs of hunger. The cannibal walked further and further into the woods, but saw no man in sight. The frost soon turned to snow, and the cannibal was forced by his yearning for flesh to eat himself. First the flesh of his fingers, then the hands, toes, and feet. And the cannibal crawled about without these things until his very death. And God, being forever just and of good humor, sprouted vegetables where his body decomposed. Okay, <clears throat> that's a very, very useful parable. <laughs> Will you, come, you always have to invite him in. You always have to be, um, you always have to fall for their scam. It's not Jews. It's not Freemasons. It's not Catholics. It's not Jesuits. It's not uh, the left or the right. It's cannibals. You got to be specific with this shit. You, you know it when you see it. That's why the more still and traditional and purposeful you are, you see it right away. You say, Brother, brother in God, will you come have supper? They have the biggest vegetables in the world. Come, come have supper. They literally talk like that when you, when you see it. Like, I see people now, like that Millie Weaver thing. I can see it a mile away. It's like, the deep, the deep state, uh, come have supper with me in my GoFundMe pain. And you're like, no. It's like, and then they just scurry off. And they keep feeding on the weak and the broken until they starve. It, it's the it's the way of the cannibal. It's it's uh, that's why I propose what I do. Join the great. I'm going to land this plane. The great bear uh, Link up with other people, grow crops, start local businesses, um, strong community ties, big families, meet a single bear. You know, uh, I have really, really great news. Uh, my Russian correspondent bear. Um, you, you guys remember Russian correspondent bear? Wonderful, wonderful human being. Had a very up and down life. Tons of logos. Um, met another bear and they and she just found out she's pregnant. So and I just asked her if I could tell the bears and they're very happy. So at a bear meetup, her and um, another legendary bear uh, met up and now they're going to be having a baby. So she's a very nice person. Yeah, yeah. So I've, like those are the things that we will be reporting on in Bertaria times. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that happens every day, guys. Do it. Takes a while. Takes a while. She she's had a rough ride in a lot of times in her life. It doesn't come immediately. It's there's loneliness and heartache and ups and downs. It's like, don't be I, I went outside and I didn't meet a bear. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go troll an account. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's that makes it all worth it. You know, when people are like, dude, don't you, thanks for standing up for us, man. Like you take a lot of heat, you know, and the trolls can be real vicious and do all their little scams and their fear tactics and all that. That's so worth it for me. No matter what I do in my life or like what anyone says about me or 
the Bears or anything. It's like life has been made. And it happens a lot. Someone just named their kid Owen Benjamin. I'm really, they claim it wasn't because of me, but I think I know it. But it's like that makes it all worth it. It's all worth it. Always. And cannibals, you can always tell a cannibal because they don't want you to grow your family. They don't want you to grow your own food. They want to eat you. I'd rather be single than have a weak man who doesn't lead. Right. That's why the bear community is good because it's full of really strong men. There's probably some gammas or some, you know, posers or some, just like any group. I'm not vouching for everybody that says they're a bear. Some are complete weirdo trolls. But like in general, you're going to have a much higher uh, quality of men in this community because this community speaks harsh truths. And that you'll know will be a much better man. And so same with the women. The women here want what Amy has. It's not a Cardi B chat. Um, and so, yeah. So if, and if you want to donate to future projects um, for the land that we're getting in Idaho, thegreatbeartrail.com, you can always donate. P.O. Box 727, Gig Harbor, Washington, 98335. Keep an eye out for BertariaTimes.com. Follow it at BertariaTimes on Instagram, at GreatBearTrail.com. The hashtag Bertaria. Uh, unauthorized.tv, UnbearablesMerchandise.com. 100% of everything we do is debt-free, funded only by you guys. And, and how do you see why the quality is so much higher, why we're so efficient, how quickly we can operate? Bertaria Times was conceived two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, great Bear Trail I've had kicking around my head for years now to have places where I could perform when everybody, when all the inns close their doors at me. But um, yeah, it's like just make shit. And so if you don't feel like making all that and you want to support it, just support it. All right. Shalom and God bless you, BB and all the bears. You as well, Muzzy Bear. Good to see you. Uh, any final questions? I, I'll, I'll give myself five minutes. I like to make sure I touch base with the chat. Good day, everybody. Thanks, BB. Anytime. And don't be nervous about homeschooling. You'll do a better job than the public school did. If you have to work and you're, you're worried about child care, meet up with other mothers in your position. Rotate. Uh, start. It's so, I'm not going to say easy because I understand it's conceptually very hard for a lot of people because they're so used to being told what to do and like this is where you go and all that. If you get 10 other mothers and you just rotate like where your kids go and you just teach them shit and you just watch each other's kids, it's way more efficient, way more effective. They won't be exposed to some of the worst pedophiles in the world work for public schools and they teach lies and they have to sit there all the time. Uh, it's totally doable, guys, because I know some people are worried that because public school operates as a babysitter almost. Um, and now that they have to work and the schools are all closed, the kids are vulnerable, which is what the devil always wants. Community, other women are right in your boat. And so figure it out. Each of you take one day a week off. You can handle that. You can do that. And you are responsible for each other's kids. You will form bonds. You will learn way more from each other. Um, and your kids, dude, the classical conversations we do, they meet once a week for like two hours. You know, you don't need a lot of time, you know, and then figure out if you can bring your kid to work. Figure out if, you know, just just think in terms of being a creator. Doesn't mean you're God, but create. Um, you know, 
really accept the challenges and learn how to improv and overcome and adapt. And you will be less depressed, less anxious than you were two years ago. This time everyone's romanticizing, we just need to go back. You will be less anxious, less depressed, healthier uh, now if you accept your role as a creative, adaptive person. Back in the day, a lot of these logos times when people were building cathedrals, there were fucking cannibals in the woods. Fact. People would tell these stories to their kids because in the woods, there was always tricky witches and cannibals. <laughs> like, just know that this is always the battle. Don't fall for the tricks. Don't let them in. Maintain your ground. Grow, grow, grow. You know, be grateful. Owen, oh, what do you have for hot water if no power? I have power. I don't know what you mean, no power. Um, at the new place? at the No, I have no heat in the barn. We have a finished corner that we will be living in. And we have heat and hot water and a little kitchenette. It's great. We have a, I will be sleeping in a bunk bed uh, set up with my wife and three children. <clears throat> it's cozy. It's awesome. We have plenty of space, um, plenty of land. Very, very fortunate. But we have heat in our play in like the in in our house we have a great um heater and all that it's awesome but in the barn we don't have heat at all and so because we have to walk across the barn to get to the bathroom from where we're sleeping um you know you guys get it uh no are all your animals on the idaho ark oh yeah all my animals are gone all of them can you fit in a bunk bed yeah it's very big yeah, they're suing because of the meme generator. What are you talking about? No need for hot water. No, no, but we have a heater. We're not like, we're not going that rustic. Uh, we have like, I don't know, 700 square feet of living space. I don't know, but it's, uh, it's totally doable. How does a six foot eight man fit in a bunk bed? I'm six four. Uh, I do. I, if you want me to show you pictures, uh, I, I can. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's extra gigantic. Looking forward to see it. Yeah. The biggest live ever. What was the math tool from earlier? It's called an abacus. Do you collect rainwater? No. Well, I like the minerals in the, in the ground. It won't hold up. Parody is protected speech. What, what meme generator? Who's suing who? T tell me about what's going on. That sounds interesting. Uh, most lawsuits are just to wear people down with legal costs. This, the, the, the court system is very oddly fair. Usually not family court for a lot of people, but just don't fight with your wife and husband, like stay connected. If you do ever have to separate, do it. on do not in, bring in them ever, but just don't though. Don't separate. I'm being sued by the guardian. Oh, that'll nothing zip. That's going nowhere. We can talk about that though. Um, they only, they always do that to intimidate with legal fees. <clears throat> the judges are oddly, uh, reasonable that I've found, but it's, it can be intense, you know, laws is one giant set of spiderweb gravels. Well, I mean, the, the lawyers are the lawyers. They're always intimidating with fees, always and threats. It's their whole game. And then they'll do all this for so long and then it gets to the judge and the judge will look at it for like 20 minutes and be like, what? It's intense. All right, let us know if you need help, Shaniqua. I can help in any way I can. 
But um, the Guardian suing an individual over parody is absolutely absurd. That'll go nowhere. But if you need any help, let us know. Um, it'll just be really funny when people report on it. <laughs> the Guardian suing Shaniqua O'Toole. Dude, you identify as a black woman. Just make it funny. You, you get it. Uh, but just text me and I, let me know. All right, I got to go. The Great Bear Trip. U.S. laws become utterly overcomplicated by grabbers. Yeah, the lawyer part of it. <clears throat> when you just get down to the basics of it, I'm not making any statements. I know people have had unfair uh, situations with judges. But I have been su pleasantly surprised. I've been horrified by how immoral and just bullying and lying and crazy lawyers can be. But the actual judge looking at case law typically is really, really, they're very uh, likely to just go towards precedent. That's what they do. They're, they're oddly fair from my experience, but I'm not making a claim about your experience. <sighs> All right. Be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruity and boil guy. Unauthorized.tv, thegreatbeartrail.com, and I will see you guys probably tonight. I might do a piano stream because I haven't got my, uh, my uh, mail yet. So um, be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruity and boil guy, and stay away from the cannibals. Just don't let them in. They scurry away and eat themselves. All right, take it easy.